Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Great good morning, everyone. 11.09 a.m. here in the great Northeast. This beautiful Monday, December 4th, 2023. This is the Bob Cadaro Show. I am indubitably he. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. People like Frank Roman of Hazleton, Jack Swedelson of Greentown, Kenneth Heller of Hunlock Creek, and Dr. Gus Widener of Souderton, born Wilkesbury. So with history, our great founding fathers, and the incomparable Constitution of the United States of America as our guides, let us continue today's battle. And we remind you that this Bob Cadaro show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, proudly and passionately patriotic, and reliably right. As we gavel to reconvene the Lollapalooza, better known as the Club for Common Sense, and promise for the balance of the hour, we will provide you with a sanctuary of sanity. So I'm watching uh, the various uh, monitors here, checking things out. And there's a congressman from California by the name of Ro Khanna. Now, a bunch of other people are saying, hey, our nominee's Joe Biden. Stop fiddling around. There's no guessing. There's no this. There's no that. Our guy's Joe Biden, period. And so Ro Khanna, who's he's a clever spinner for the Democrats, he says, wait a minute, there was no backup plan for Ronald Reagan. Oh, yes, there was. See, again, you have to be ignorant of history or you have to willingly ignore it. There was someone, one of the most qualified people ever for president of the United States, as his vice president, who was intimately involved in the presidency, called George Herbert Walker Bush. There's your backup plan. You've got Kamala Harris, and you're ashamed to admit that's your backup plan. That's how, that's how far the Democrat Party has descended. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris— I wouldn't let them run. Actually, I don't know what business is that's easy to run, so I, I won't. I won't pick one. But I wouldn't let them run a lemonade stand. I, I just wouldn't. They're, they're two idiots. There's not even a question about it. 
And so comparing it to Ronald Reagan, by the way, who was also, he was 69 when he was elected in his first term. He left office at age 77. Joe Biden was older than that when he first got elected. He's 82. He's going to be 83. He's going to be 86 when he's finishing his term, and he's got clear dementia. Ronald Reagan was progressing towards that. I'm not denying that. But he was strong on the world stage right to the end. And he had an amazing vice president. Man, uh, to be a Democrat and to support Democrats, you've got to be completely ignorant, willfully or otherwise. It's, it's It's just what is. And it's sad to say. So he said, you can't have Joe Biden run a lemonade stand. He can't be with all those, near all those kids. (laughs) Kevin says he wouldn't let Joe Biden or Kamala Harris flip burgers. Well, flipping burgers is important. At least to me it is. I I don't know. It's, uh, it's, but it's crazy what they can somehow justify. Uh, Disturbing, disturbing. Jay in Mountaintop. How are you, Jay? I'm working on my car. So, are you yeah, a mechanic? You, you know you know cars? Yes, I do. I see. I know nothing about them. I, I, I look at them and... I'm doing a slave cylinder and a clutch master cylinder. And then I'm going to do uh, sticker plugs. I'm and impressed. Color me impressed. I I remember I was in I was in a pretty rough section of West Philly, but I had to go over there for a for my Dodge Duster. Obviously, cars were much simpler back then. This is a 1970s era car. Like it was like a 1973, and I had to change um, a hose. I'm forgetting which one now. I was so proud of myself that I I. I I actually had to do it on the street in West Philadelphia. And people probably thought... I had a gun on me. Yeah, the guy's poor. Well, they they looked at the car and they would say, the the guy's poor, so there's nothing to steal. And he's insane because he's in an Italian tank top underneath a car on on 40... I think it was like 48th or 49th. (laughs) So they let me alone. Nobody bothered me. (laughs) Wouldn't have been my black ass. They wouldn't have left me alone. <laughs> I'd have had to shoot somebody. So what's, a, what's on your mind today, Jay? Well, with the opioid thing, I mean, I don't know how the knuckle drag knuckle draggers, you know, don't educate themselves. The deaths aren't really, you know, I won't say a big deal, but, you know, people die from drug overdoses all the time. That's not the issue. The issue are the lives that they destroy, are the millions of people that didn't die, the people that are suffering from it now, and they lied about it, knowing that it was a super addictive and pretended, and they they um advertised it to the doctors and all these other people that it wasn't addictive. And they, li- they basically lied. So, I mean, you got to have common sense to figure out that these really serious lawyers and, you know, they it, it's more 
there's more to the story than what you know 20 minutes of a news clip will expose you know it's it's a lot I, I can't. So, I, 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 as I as I told uh, John when we were speaking, I, I'm of two minds on it. Uh, I don't it like. Can't, can't the, I don't Not like this over a- over litigious nature of our society. I don't like the mass solutions. They never work for the people who need the help ever. Well, then what are you what are you going to do? Just I keep don't letting know. them kill people. Keep letting them enslave people to a drug. They're doing it on purpose. A guy get his tooth pulled, and they give him a 30-day supply of Oxycontin. Does that make any damn sense? Because mm-hmm. that's what they were mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. And 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 the doctors are were incentivized to do this by the pharmaceutical company. Correct. Correct. So you can't blame the doc. Well, you can blame the doctors, but it was all them. This but, is a but, marketing. But jail. A lot of it now, and this 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 nobody escapes blame from this. But a lot of it was uh, bootleg. A lot of it was going out the back door of various doctors' practices. I was in prison with a bunch of doctors uh, oh, yeah, who, who yeah, had overprescribed too, and who but, had sold illegally. Yeah, but that doesn't matter because who was who, that's like that's like saying, "Oh, that guy's growing cocaine over there in the field." Okay. Well, so it's all right from the growing in the field. There's nothing illegal about growing uh, poppies. Poppies, they're beautiful plants. But when you start manufacturing it, you know, you're part of the problem. I mean, they had to have known the stuff was going missing. They were making money off of it, hand over fist. All kind of scams develop. Well, I, I said this, and I know you'll probably disagree with me. I I have such faith in the current majority of the Supreme Court uh, that they'll follow the law, which is all you can do because there's so much emotion uh, on well, on this well, issue. That's wrong. You that, make that new laws. I'll, I'll be very comfortable with whatever they decide on it. Bob, Bob, that's ridiculous. You, how are you going to follow the law and the law failed us? You got to make new laws. So that this doesn't happen oh, again. Oh no! I, I want them. I want them the to law. stop making laws. I think we have plenty of laws. We have way too many think, laws. So, 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 if there's a new thing like I don't know uh, something new that came out and it's not regulated, you don't think they should make laws when it could be dangerous? Jay, they're they they're, they're, they've got a massive bureaucracy. That could okay, be cut okay, in okay, half, and they then could did, and why? they could still man they could cut it in half, which they need to, and it could still okay, manage I, I agree with you. So new did, medications, why, new drugs. Why did it fail us? Why, why did it? Why why was there such a massive failure? Well, why did they approve it? Why did they approve yeah. such drugs if they were so dangerous? You could go all the way back. There's a lot of drugs and, that are dangerous. And there are many people who will tell you that the FDA is owned lock, stock, and barrel by Big Pharma. And I, 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 I say Maybe to myself, I can't disagree with that. Maybe they are. But yeah. if you know that, if you can see that, I can see it. So uh, what politicians are backing these people that's allowing them to screw us over so hard? You know, because I agree with you. It starts at it starts with the, the House and the Senate. They had to give these people this power to do this. Well, tour. no, unfortunately, it starts with an unelected bureaucracy 
the Federal Drug Administration, uh, the Food and Drug Administration. Yeah, it, but it, the it Senate is... and the House have have power and control over them. They can't. No, they can't blow their not nose. Not anymore, Jay. When I worked on Capitol Hill, we could call over to any administrative agency and get a response. They ignore congressmen and senators now. They, they, the, the bureaucracy is the tail wagging the dog. We got to go because we're over, Jay, but always a pleasure, my man. We'll take a uh, break. We'll get some history, and then we'll be back. Three Dog Night, new from number 14 to number 7 with an old-fashioned love song. This date, 1971. Bob Cadaro back with you, and we want to remind you that our hourly sponsor is Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs. Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. And if it's a family company that treats the people that work for them like their drivers, like family. It treats its customers like family. They understand as well as you do, that the entire value of your company is in the back of one of their trucks, and they've got to secure it and get it there on time. Road Scholar Transport, based in Dunmore, but serving the entire northeastern United States. <sighs> so, a lot of concept and a lot of discussions on this uh, Opioid thing. Again, I trust this the conservative majority of the Supreme Court to follow the Constitution and the law without emotion. And whatever solution they come up with, that's where I'll side. Uh, they're that they're that brilliant. They're that straight. Somebody says Painkiller on Netflix is an excellent documentary about oxycodone. Well, not someone, Andrew. Kevin says, if it, if something says it's synthetic heroin, heroin being one of the most addictive substances, how would anyone think OxyContin would not be addictive? This is personal responsibility and common sense, and plenty of doctors knew better and did not go down that road, LTS says Kevin and Waverly. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't say no. Can't. I, I, I'm going to wait for the Supreme Court to decide whether the settlement made sense, whether the reaction of the government and the court system made sense after their initial failures, by the way. Uh, Joe in Clearwater. How are you, Joe? I am living the dream, Bob. You know that. <laughs> As always. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, sorry for you guys, what you're going through. But, you know, hey, got to be somewhere. Uh, well, so I, anyway. I, I mean, I feel sorry. F sometimes feel sorry for people who have real jobs. I don't. Understood. Understood. <laughs> oh, if I had a real job, you think I'd be in Clearwater Beach? Give me a break. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I just wanted to call. And, and if there was, it seemed there was something missing. From the conversation that you were having with uh, Jay, and he makes some some good points. Um, the first thing I would like to say is, okay, let's look at okay, five hundred thousand deaths over the last twenty years, and everybody's up in arms and suing people. And okay, we had hundred thousand deaths last year from fentanyl, and nobody's getting sued, like the Biden administration. But let's put that aside for a minute. 
Um, okay, the, the law is well to, to, to the defense of, to the defense of the Biden administration, the opioid epidemic did not start under them. The fentanyl uh, outrage has, and they're oh, the that's cause. My, of that's it. my point. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah, we we look. Oh, hey, look, let's let's sue this pharmacy company because of this. What's been going on here? Double the number of people that died, and uh, in just a one year, and uh, poof, you know, nothing, no, no, no ramifications. Outrage? I agree. It's a right. disgrace. So there's that. But then, okay, so, okay, law failed us. We need to make more laws. No, are you listening to yourself? Yeah, no, are yeah, you, no. Are, are, are you Never. In fact, in fact, if we could get rid of Congress for a couple of years, the country would be better off. Bob, I'm going to disagree with you a, a little on I'm a quibble here. If we could get rid of the bureaucracy and make Congress oh, that would be do first. its job. That would be first. Congress defers to the bureaucracy and the bureaucracy. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Democracy acts in its own self-interest. And that's how, that's how Congress set it up. It's plausible deniability when they say, oh, I didn't do that. Look, that's, you know, that's coming from the EPA. It's coming from the FDA. FDA. It's coming from all of those things. They should, those agencies are supposed to make recommendations that Congress would have to vote on, put their name to it. So they would be held responsible. And, and just and for those a, of you who don't follow this regularly, I, I worked on Capitol Hill in 1982. I've, I've always followed it. Uh, Congress passes laws with broad strokes in, in, in many cases in order to simply get legislation passed. They have no specifics contained therein, and they give it to the bureaucracies to effectuate and to write all the details. And these bureaucracies very often run rampant against the yes. American people and in their own self-interest. My point exactly. We elect people who hand power over to unelected people. Yep. No accountability. Um, but the accountability, that's, it spreads wider in the, in the opioid crisis, and it falls back at the, at the government's doorstep because uh, Medicare and other regulations – they have measures, quality measures that you have to meet. If you're not meeting these measures, it affects your reimbursements for Medicare and whatnot. And for a long time, it was if you weren't properly controlling a patient's pain and they weren't happy, your ratings would go down. So it was that was a big push that, oh, nope, you got to be controlling people's pain because they're taking these surveys and they're not happy with the way their pain is being controlled. And 
So, all right, you know, you got to you got to medicate them so we can get paid. Yeah. And then once the the opioid crisis cropped its head up, we were we for a long time we were right in a dichotomy where, you know, they don't want you to prescribe opioids, but on the other hand, if this patient is complaining about their pain, you ain't getting paid. So it, it's this is this is two problems head to head that the government created, and we're looking at government to fix them. Come on, <laughs> I know. That's, that's I know. what I'm saying. We always look to government. Hey, uh, Joe, we're way over. I gotta go, but thank you, my friend, sorry, as always. Brother. Enjoy the sun. Enjoy the sun. Oh, I will. I will. (laughs) We'll take a break and be back. Kenneth Heller. Kenneth Heller, Hunlock Creek, born Kingston, four years United States Coast Guard. He began competing in rodeo when he was stationed in Hawaii. He loved saddle bronc riding and trail riding. The truck driver for over 40 years. Survived by his wife, Susan. Kenneth Heller, we lost him October 19th. Jack Swadelson, Greentown. Survived by his loving wife and best friend, Marlene. Jack was a proud veteran, serving four years in the United States Air Force on active duty during the Korean conflict. Got the Korean Service Medal and three bronze stars. He was with the Jewish War Veterans. Life member. And then I found this fascinating. Life member of the Knickerbocker Lodge Knights of Pythias, New York City. We lost him October 19th, Jack Swedelson. Frank Roman, Hazelton. Frank enlisted in the U.S. Army, proudly served his country. Served in Panama, Honorably discharged 1967. He was a heavy equipment lot, uh, operator at Pagnotti Enterprises and elsewhere. Described as kind and selfless. Supported the Wounded Warriors Project, Paralyzed Veterans of America. Proceeded in death by his wife, Mary Jean, back in 1997. His son survives him, Frank Jr., that's Frank Rome. We lost him October 26th. Gus Widener, Souderton, born Wilkes-Barre, U.S. Army 1968, 14 months in country in Vietnam, rifleman, ammo bearer, machine gunner, radio operator, company clerk, awarded the Bronze Star for that combat. He had a Ph.D. in mathematics, worked for the NSA, For 35 years, starting in 1980. Survived by his wife of nearly 50 years, Rose. Three children. Six grandchildren. Gus Widener. Well, those are our veterans we honor today. Bob Cadaro back with you on WILK. A a lot of different opinions. And I guess they could be typified this way. Uh, body shop guy saying, let's not worry about the fentanyl coming across the border. You're right. It's killing people. And it's killing people who are not addicted. It is awful. Yeah, John Kerry. I, man, I, I just as much as I get ill 
from looking at Biden, I get ill when I look at John Kerry. What a world-class phony and buffoon. Oh, my gosh. So somebody says the whole pain scale was devised by the Sackler family as a way for people to get help for their pain management. They are the ones who came across with this belief and made it easier for drugs, uh, drug uses. Okay. And somebody says this in return. How many addicts were forced to shove all those drugs down their throats since everyone knows about addiction and how it starts? We are the United States of victims. Somebody else is the reason I'm an addict. Hard line, but there's truth in that. Somebody on a totally different subject. After all, the Jew haters in this country and the world get their wish and complete the genocide of the Jew that Hitler started. What would happen next? Amen. Would the Arabs and the haters in this country dance in the street? Yes. Who would be their next victim? Maybe the MAGAs? There's always another victim. And it's a trite saying that our Jewish brothers and sisters are the canary in the coal mine, but it's true. Once they get through them, you're next. Be assured of that fact. Be assured of it. And the anti-Jewish sentiment in this country that has bubbled and boiled its way to the surface is very instructive. And I, I feel terrible for my Jewish friends to have to see Democrat Congress people like Rashida Tlaib a sickening disgrace as a human being. Never mind. And they're talking about these things as though we should have balance. What balance? To murder, ritual torture, beheadings, burnings, parents tortured in front of children, children tortured in front of parents, and 200 and some odd civilians taken as hostages. Uh, I mean, and and by the way, (laughs) I'll repeat it because it bears repeating. I'm not telling you this because of some news report. The people who did this showed us what they did with glee on their own social media. No, these are savages. This is savagery against civilization, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care if you're... I'm very disappointed with the Arab Americans standing for Hamas. Very disappointed. The idiots who are paid protesters and their idiotic followers, you, you can't expect anything more of them. But for Arab Americans not to, to for for Muslim Americans to not condemn Hamas, they should be ashamed of themselves. We'll take a break. Bob Cadaro, WILK, will return. Sinatra and Gerard, ready for action. 
Congressman Jayapal is uh, the jerk that is stepping up. You know, (laughs) how do you defend gang rape? I'm not getting it. Somebody texted inappropriately. Calling Hamas animals is giving them a compliment. They put a baby in an oven, turned the oven on high, and made the parent watch as the child slowly burned to death. Hamas needs to be wiped off the face of the earth by any means necessary. LTS big time. I'm with you. Listen, (laughs) if you want to run around and say there's no evil in this world, well, you're stupid. And you sound stupid. These people don't have legitimate claims. They don't have any justification for what they did on October 7th. They don't have any justification for the hate they teach their children. And they have given us no choice but to kill them. What other choice is there? And and, and these LGBTQ people, and remember, it's only the leaders and they're idiots. We know that. They're, They're indoctrinators. They're groomers. They're all that. I just don't know, and I will not allow somebody to pretend there's an equivalence. Yeah, Congresswoman Jayapal calling for balance as we look at the Middle East situation. Yes, let's balance with, between people who hate us and want to destroy America and people who are our friends. Yeah. There's a balance. December 4, 1988, Roy Orbison performed for the final time at Highland Heights, Ohio. He would die just two days later. Murph picked Pretty Woman. Man, what a great song. What a great, great, great talent, Roy Orbison. We're going to finish with Frank Zappa who died from prostate cancer just the age of 52 in L.A., surrounded by his family. Dancing Fool is the song Murph picked. I, I'm a Zappa fan as well. I want to remind you this hour was brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs. Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Drive and temperature control and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com to either work for them to drive for them, or to ship with them. Great company to work with. Yeah, um, somebody texted, and it's a little out of context, I understand. As of 2022's world population census, there are 464.67 million Arabs and 15.2 million Jews on this earth. Yes, the Jews are committing genocide in, on the Arabs. Yeah. It, but look at they're all lies. Remember, it's it's the left. What does the left do? They lie. They tell you the exact opposite of that which is true. And I I could bring it down to this simple when we had um, my friend Harris Cutler on the other day, 
we can break it down to something this simple. And anyone with any integrity and honesty would be able to answer this to get the solution to the issue. Does anyone think that if Gaza was left unarmed, Gaza and the West Bank, that the Jews would wipe them out? The Palestinians, so-called Palestinians. On the well, we know that answer. No. Second of all, does anyone think that if Hamas and the Palestinians had their way, they wouldn't kill every Jew and wipe Israel off the face of the map? We know those answers. So anyone trying to argue contrary to that is wrong or lying or both. They're they're co-religionists. Do not want the Palestinians. They know there's something sick in the ideology that drives them. Nobody wants them. Not Egypt. Not Jordan. Not Saudi Arabia. They know there's something seriously wrong with the group that is called Palestinian. Why would not an Arab American, a Palestinian American, face up to that reality? I don't get it. They're they're harming their own people, Hamas is. They've got four multi-billionaires. Arafat was a billionaire. They're stealing the money that should be used to better their own people. They're indoctrinating them with hate. That's why nobody wants them. That's why they're wrong about the entire issue. The entire conflict. And they committed acts of heinous evil on October 7th. And they will continue to do it if you let them have a chance. They have to be killed. There's no alternative. And they've given us no alternative. Somebody texts this in. And it's a reminder of what Harris Cutler told us on Friday. Golda Meir. She said, killing us clearly hurts. It is much worse that you make us kill you. Well, that and Frank Zappa juxtapositioned should, <laughs> should be a great way to end the program. Nikki Stone next. Rob O'Donnell after her. I'm up in the air on whether I'm going to be able to be here tomorrow, guys. But you will know. You'll know it first thing tomorrow. And a final mention, our veterans that we honored today, Jack Swedelson, Greentown, Dr. Gus Widener, Souderton, Frank Roman, Hazelton, Kenneth Heller, Hunlock Creek, the veterans we proudly honored today. Guys, have a great afternoon, and God willing, we'll be with you tomorrow. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.